Let me see. You help women. First of all, it says empath women. But you help empath women regain a sense of self and learn how to rely on the power within. So yeah. first, first, give me a look at me a little background. What is an empath woman? Um, I think that um, like uh, um, you, I, it wasn't exactly the way I was like um, um, uh, writing it <laughs> to, to you when we were like uh, sharing notes. Um, but um, I help women who like are healing from unhealthy relationships okay. to um, women who are lacking self-love, who uh, feel afraid and alone, who are battling with fear and loneliness, and uh, who might not have the backup that they need, uh, to the support system that they need to regain their sense of self and uh, the power within them uh, by teaching them like this best friend mindset. And with that, they will like regain not only their sense of self again, but um, also like really tap into that power, wisdom that they have within themselves and, you know, truly become their like own best friend and hero. So in that way, yeah, impact for sure. <laughs> tell, me, tell me how you do that. Give me, for instance, before we hop into your program yeah. of, of how you walk them through the steps, give me, say, your top three tips for women that are recovering from a bad relationship. The first tip is uh, to just, like, to have this, like, mindset of that you truly like have it within you and that you will get there but mm -hmm. that it really is like for you to learn to know yourself again so self-awareness is the key that uh, even if we talk about it it's so abstract so i would simplify it i wish somebody would have said to me that you know what you're feeling this way and you are in this situation because you don't know who you are and uh, you know there's nothing to be afraid with that and you've done all these choices that led you to this point because if you would know who you are you would love yourself because we are all like love when we tap into that like uh, authenticity of who we are and by doing so we do choices that are beneficial for us and uh, that uh, that there's nothing to worry, that, that everything is in front of you to figure out. So that would be my first uh, message, that uh, don't be scared even if every, everything seems like upside down and you don't know like what from what, mm -hmm. that uh, it's all within you and get excited about it. Um, excited about the journey, not afraid of it. So not, not to be afraid of the unknown, but to get excited about the path forward. Yes, even if it doesn't feel like it, um, but um, that to just trust, to trust that you, it's all within you, that it's in every single person, um, that um, wisdom, and, and you can't go wrong with being who you are. And you will just... Keep on going till you reach that feeling, but it will be there 
as a certain thing for you to to find. Now, what made you interested in helping? Because I, I I think there's a story there <laughs> of how you've overcome yourself. Am I right? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Like absolutely. Uh, well, it's it's all because of my own experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would not years back even have known. I would never have guessed that I would be talking about these things and I would not have known that it's all within me. And that's why it's so important for me to share the message because it was like little by little when I regained my sense of self from understanding that first of all that I was living a life with myself like and had this like uh, a life that never felt like me but I always thought that everything was wrong with me, not with and no one else uh, outside of me. So I was extremely guilt and shame driven. And uh, I never knew there was anything better. I never knew that I could feel better about myself. And I never knew that there was any options for me other than the life that I knew. And that led me to a cycle of uh, getting myself into doing uh, like, um, not good choices for myself, a lot of addictions and um, addictive behaviors, but also getting into unhealthy relationships. So um, then, you know, life happens and, and you have a choice to re- like, you know, start working on yourself and-, and, and um, So hold on, hold on, before you make that transition, let me ask the question. Yep. What was it within you or outside of you that helped you make that decision, this is it? Um, it was like my anchor of everything is like my kids, like, you know, me as a mom, like I was just like, uh, my why basically is like love, but then for me, like really going deep to it, it was having a sense of family, that, that was something I always dreamt of ever since I was little. And being a mom was one of those things that I'm like always wanted to be ever since I remembered. I love kids. So then to understand that this is not uh this is not healthy and this is not what I want my children to see as like something that they think that is like normal, like and I don't want I want to end the cycle, like, you know. So that's what was it. For me, I thought that now I don't want, I don't want this. Like, if it was just me, this is a good question because I thought about it. That because of my lack of self-love, self-worth was so low, I might not have broken free if it wasn't for those three boys that I love more than anything. Wow, I can see it. I can see it on your face coming. <laughs> Beaming coming through on your face when you talk about them, how much they mean to you. Yeah, they are like, for sure. They are my biggest teachers <laughs> in every way, but they are like, honestly, like, um, I'm here because of them. Like, that's now, for sure. <laughs> how did you start helping others? Um, I, I, you know what? It's, it's funny. It's been a long ways coming. And um, I just began by having this idea that I have to first healing myself and it's been, you know, 
a long journey doing that. But then in a few years back, um, 2018, uh, November, I started to feel like I have to. And even before that, I was like, how can I get this message out? That it's all like, that it's about us being ourselves and about love and, and unconditional love. That I have to get the message out. And, and I, it was like, I knew that that was it. And I started like writing down notes. And then in um, May 2019, I began to just like do like, <laughs> I joined like amazing like, um, um, like um, business like course uh, by London Real. And I, I began to just voice out like these like messages. The, uh, target group changed like throughout the ways but the message been always the same and I think it's universal it's not gender based in any way but uh, to really like who is like the the niche that I could like reach and resonate with is like uh, the old me right so mm -hmm. that's I thought that that's the beginning so I've begun to just on social media really that's where I've been like doing all my sharing all my messages and uh, writing and uh, uh, doing also graphic design. And it's all like, everything is interconnected. <laughs> but it's a lot, it's been like, <laughs> it's, been, uh, it's, it's been one of those things that I understand. People who know me, like my family and everyone has been like, what the heck are you doing? Like, <laughs> Like, now you're doing this and now this, we don't get it. Like, and I understand that, but I really had to figure myself out. And it's the first time I gave myself, like, I invested in finding myself. I was like, I have to gain clarity. So I'll do whatever to, to like, um, to do the, get the message out, but also to find myself and, and let myself express myself in the way I feel like I have to. <laughs> how how do you help women find themselves? Because it sounds it sounds like you really work with them to help them find their voice again. Yeah. Well, I uh, so far it's been like I've written a book and it's soon to be published, uh, and I have been doing just like coaching. Like um, I have not yet like launched the business, so it's been like. Long time coming, uh, mm -hmm. but what I do is like I really am just uh, like a, really getting out like this mindset, sharing a mindset that is extremely simple but extremely effective that you can apply like in your everyday life. And uh, I truly want to be as a bridge, not the whole key is to get the independence like the knowing that hey it is within you go and do whatever to find yourself and everything is with within you and not to be leaned on in that way just as a bridge that 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 i wish i like basically had like years back uh when i was just like beginning my journey and i was like super overwhelmed with all the information that was out there which is amazing but if you're like easily overwhelmed as i am in good mm -hmm. and bad 
super excited and then can also be like paralyzed when it's too much. So it's really hard to know like where to go and what is good information for you. So um, what, what do you wish when you were in that situation, the, being in the bad relationship and having the low self-esteem, what are some of the things you wish someone had said to you and some of the things you wish had been available to you that you knew were available? I, first of all, wished uh, that I would have been taken seriously and that I would have been, um, I would have, like, that I would have been believed. And I was, I experienced this thing called gaslighting where it was like so extreme that I really lost, like I had to like really tap into my own like wisdom and, and um, uh, intuition for the first time, really learn to trust it because uh, no, I wasn't believed, like my, my uh, experiences were not taken seriously. So it actually was like turning against me and uh, people thought that I was like losing my mind and that I was like making up things and stuff. and. Mm-hmm. And uh, I reached out for help, which was super hard because I had a hard time in asking for help. And at the same time, I have had this need to make everything better look from the outside. So it was no wonder that I wasn't believed when I was saying that, hey, these things has happened. And I'm like, no, I really need help. Then, you know, because I had been betraying something that wasn't, it was extremely difficult to go and reach out for help for the first time and not being taken seriously so i really truly wished i had more resources um where i would have been like helped to get through like um and and to understand i really had to search on internet like the answers to what i was going through and thankfully the, the internet was there what kind of what kind of answers though? What were those questions? I well, first of all, like just to understand that, to validate myself in understanding that what I was going through with the gaslighting, that uh, what it was. First of all, I did not understand what was happening. Like uh, that, it, there was even a phenomenon called that. So when I got the information and read about it, it was scary for sure. But then again, a sense of like knowing that, oh my God, I've been right. Even if no one believes me, I know now everything starts to make sense. And I, I can trust my intuition and I have to follow that wisdom. And now I feel much more safer already in knowing that this is happening. And by doing so, I really uh, began to like um, for the first time like also connect to something greater than me because I knew that I was like it's been such like (laughs) um, it's been quite an experience but I'm extremely grateful for it because I truly believe that everything happens for a reason and that is why I like have experienced everything because it was leading me back to me really learning to uh, trust myself again, to believe in myself again, against all the odds. And um, what, yeah. what, what techniques did you use? 
Was there any affirmation that you said over and over? Was there any particular uh, mindset technique that you use that people can use to help them overcome these difficult situations? Um, absolutely. Like, um, it was, first of all, just the decision. It was a long time coming, like, just or to, to really, like, to start practicing affirmations. But yes, they were one major part of my journey was uh, making affirmations uh, for myself. And I did that like through the mirror. And uh, three like power, like affirmations uh, that were so key. And I think that those are like the most important things for each one of us to really instill and believe in within ourselves is uh, I love you, I believe in you, and um, I'm proud of you, because they are the foundation of you, like, um, really, like, then tapping into yourself and uh, having that, and you, when you do that through the, like, a mirror, like, and to yourself, in a way, and here's the key thing that I did affirmations like I am, uh, like this, like with I am, and then like had all these like uh, power words that I wanted to believe in myself that I didn't. And I made decisions that um, I'll do this every morning in the mirror. I still okay. do them every morning in the mirror. I change them around for <laughs> uh, every once in a while. Because okay, so let, let, let's, do that. let's do that exercise right now. Let's yep. say that I'm a woman that has to get through or out of a dysfunctional or bad relationship. Yep. Walk me through those affirmations right now and where you say them and then I'll say them after you. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to emphasize on this, that the three affirmations I said, I love you, I'm proud of you, and I believe in you, mm -hmm. those three were the only affirmations I said to myself in a way where they were told by someone else to me. Because I understood that those were the three that I wished I had heard most of all from someone else. And I came to know this when I did an exercise where I was writing an encouragement letter for myself from my future self. And at that time I was so lost, but um, the first sentence in my letter to myself from my future self who was saying that everything is going to be okay was that I'm so proud of you. And after that, when I read it to myself, the first sentence, I cried for I don't know how long. I could not like stop crying. And then in the letter was that uh, I believe in you, you know, keep on going. And then there was like, you know, uh, that um, I love you in the end. And it was so super powerful and I understood that this is so powerful that when I say to kids, even like when I work in a daycare, if I say that I'm proud of you, it lights up the child like completely like the, the word. And I saw the connection. I was like, those three sentences, if you say that uh, instead of I am, like if I do an affirmation, I have 50 of them, for example, and I say, I am strong. Then I have three that I say that, um, uh, like, uh, I love you, I'm proud of you, and uh, I believe in you. But I say them 
in uh, my native languages because they come like from parental voices. So whatever your language is like, so it's like basically affirming from like a parental figure or uh, that you really needed to instill that when you have been a child. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, you might have heard it and you still haven't like believed in it in yourself. So your task is to do it until you feel it within you that this is me. I really love myself. I'm really proud of myself. I really believe in myself because we have so many like uh, uh, great, uh, amazing people who have like already shown they have everything in the world. They are like cherished by the whole world and still they have not felt it within them because they've had like, you know, uh, decided to end their lives, you know, and everybody's loved them and thought that they have it all and and still there must have been something missing missing mm -hmm. yeah agreed yeah so <laughs> so the first affirmation was i am proud of you yes they are not in any specific order but yes i'm proud of you okay and then the next one women uh, ought to women ought to say these affirmations in the mirror to themselves yes. So that right. you look, yeah, you look uh, into your eyes when you say them and you say, I'm, uh, I'm proud of you, I love you, and I believe in you. Okay. So we have affirmations. Was there any other technique uh -huh. that you use? Yes, for sure. One that was like even before the affirmations was just learning to quiet my mind, learning to relax. And I think that relax. Uh, relaxing into it is like the most important thing that we need to like learn it's a, we have to learn to relax we cannot be fully aware we can never be present and we can't as establish anything properly if we don't like relax and trust into like whatever we're doing we need to have that space of like relaxation and it does not mean that we don't do anything it's in athletes if, for example, like if we don't relax and trust in like doing a sport activity, mm -hmm. we will never like, we, we don't like trust our performance and we don't enjoy it either like the way we're supposed to. So learning to relax and that was true uh, guided meditations for me because I could not sit still for more than five minutes. I never knew I could um, be like mindful. So to just take time to relax five minutes, 20 minutes, and gradually learn to meditate without any guidance either. Without any guidance, why is, why is without the guidance important? Because I believe that uh, we, we, like, we need to have that sense of like, ultimately, we, you want to reach a point where you are happy of all the external like help that you get. We need that like uh, to learn and to get the empowerment from here and there, learn new techniques and stuff. But we never know when we are in situations where we're places where we don't have it. So you have to be able to um, have your own tool set like, you know, okay, now it's this. I usually rely on this, but now I don't have it. So. Uh, to learn to meditate without, um, you know, to gradually, like, um, to then 
not lean upon always the guided meditation. I have both. I can be meditating by myself. I can be, sometimes it feels like when I run, I meditate. I don't really think of anything. It's super relaxing. But uh, I began with guided meditations because it was just for me to learn step one, to relax, just to relax. Like, and I needed that voice of someone else. There I will say that I really encourage to find a good voice because um, for me it's very important and we all like need a soothing voice that is good for you. And there's so many to choose from. So don't give up before you find like something that feels like this is me. Like I need this nature sound in the background. Somebody wants a man's voice. Somebody wants a woman's voice. We're all different. Like, um, so somebody wants just music to learn to relax and yeah. What's up with a busy mom with three boys, right? <laughs> how, how, <laughs> how does a mom find time to just sit and relax and just be in the moment and mindful to try and bring my, being mindful and let me know um, if this is different from what you're referring to, but I'm thinking being mindful is being in the moment and enjoying or relaxing in whether it's the silence if it's your favorite song something that slows down your mind from repetitively spinning through the 50 to 100 things or 100 thoughts that you have throughout one or two minutes because everybody's in this go everybody's in this go 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 yeah and we all need so where does a busy mom with three boys find time to be mindful I just make it a priority. I really, it's, I would never think that I would say this because I was like all over the place and I still have like moments where I'm like, oh, I don't like, I have too much and I don't know what to choose from, for example, like um, if there is like different options and, and I have to choose, but then I'm always remember that, hey, I feel a little bit off. I feel a little bit distressed. I need to make time for myself. Even uh, my kids know this. <laughs> I, I said that um, I need to go in out on the balcony for five, ten minutes. And then they kind of know. I say, okay, because I need mm -hmm. to get myself back. Sometimes I say to my kids, my older kids is watching like my youngest, he's seven. And I say that, uh, this is for the good of the whole family. Mom is going to go and run. I'm going to go and run for like at least 15 minutes, maybe 20. I have my phone with me. You call or I'm just, and then I just run um, like outside the neighborhood laps or up and down the stairs outside our house and I'm reachable and they can come and wave or something, but they know I need that and that it has an effect. I just have to make it. It's like, my number one priority and i want my kids to have that too they don't get it for themselves yet quite but uh, at least i can show by my example and hope that they will then um understand how important it is and that's what i truly want them to make an effort for themselves but it's extremely hard in this world to do that for the woman that's in the difficult relationship right now that needs to reach out to a resource, um, she feels lost, she doesn't remember herself, but she knows there's better out there somewhere. 
what is the one next move she needs to make to try and get out of that situation? Um, I think that for her to take time to really make a, some kind of like plan for herself, like to really, first of all, to if you're in a situation where you don't have the support system and uh, that you wish you had and you don't know where to go to, to first of all, just have this like trust that you will get through it. That's already the, that thought that, hey, this is like something is wrong to really tap into that and, and trust that, that, hey, if, if you're there, like, you know, this is like your, the first step of you, like, going towards, like, follow, follow that, like, you know, feeling. And then to just, um, to make a plan for yourself, like, you know, look into resources, like, where can you go? And don't give up. Don't give up. Uh, if something does not feel right or you go and search for help somewhere you call and you are not believed or uh, you are not taken seriously don't give up on yourself and your inner knowing you have to no matter what trust it and believe that there are going to be you will get through whatever you're going through and uh, that the most important thing is for you to keep on like um, trusting that intuition and one thing I will say, and this is super powerful, that uh, this is what I live by. And this came like um, not in the beginning of my journey. I wish I had it. Is to have this, like when I said, a best friend mindset to really, truly question that whenever you are in doubt of yourself or you have like this worry or something that you write down that you have or worry and then if you don't have the support system picture your dream best friend or the support that you would love for you to have and write down that answer that that dream best friend would give and to really make it like even more like than powerful is that switch the perspective perspective around so that if I have a concern that um, for example I say that I don't feel like myself and I feel like uh, that I'm all the time like being like um, um, my feelings are not taken seriously and, and like I don't know like I don't feel like myself anymore like just, just something like that and then I dissociate myself from the situation and think that it would be my best friend who comes to me or someone who loves, who comes to me and says exactly the same thing as I said, that what would your advice be? And here's the thing that, that when we are like caring and uh, loving and we want to take care, we have this need to nurture, the uh, reply would be that automatically that, hey, you have to trust yourself. This is not okay. You should not be treated like this. You deserve better. But for some reason, when it comes to ourselves, we don't give that advice. 
So the task is to dissociate yourself from the situation, give uh, that advice, like uh, switch the perspective, perspective around that it could be a friend who comes and, and says this concern, and then you give your advice, and then you apply it to yourself. Then you always know how to uh, take care of yourself, honestly. And if you wouldn't give yourself a good or your friend a good advice, then you have to practice on be becoming a better friend. That's how really it is, like, um, comes down to, like. <laughs> so, so, so community is very important. Absolutely. It's, a, it, it's super important. Are there support groups in Finland that women can join to help them get through difficult situations? Uh, there are, but I will say that uh, there's a long ways to go about it. I went through, um, years back, I attended some, but it was so uh, hidden. It was extremely hard to, first of all, find, find uh, support groups. And then when I went uh, to one, it was like extremely like hidden. And it was almost like, uh, it was like very like in a taboo kind of way, like we're sitting there in like a circle and it was not empowering at all. It actually was like, and that's another thing, to really surround yourself with uh, information, people that make you feel uh, safe and uh, empowers you and uplifts you and makes you feel the light. Uh, see the light and start to believe in it um, like in the end of the tunnel and not uh, consume uh, information where you are like the fear is being like even more like multiplies in you because that's I will say that two three years of my journey like and it's been almost like six and a half years but in the first years uh, I understood that I'm getting actually more fear of a lot of books that are given to me and uh, that some of the therapists I went to, they were actually creating more fear and they were actually making me more confused with who I was and how I was thinking and uh, that uh, were disvalidating my experiences. So I swapped many times. I had this inner drive. I was like, no, you're not taking me serious. This is, makes no sense, this. And it was super hard because I used to be so prone to thinking that if you have a license, then you're like an expert. And I was like, oh, tell me how I should be. And my first <laughs> therapist encounter back in like 2016, when I was a complete mess, no, actually earlier, 2015, I remember I was thinking that, okay, heal me <laughs> like that was just like with a couple of <laughs> sessions like tell me what to do like you know but it didn't work like that so that's one big advice is to just don't think that there is one solution just there is so many and to just find your like what resonates with you that we all have that like that it clicks but it has to be something that takes you forward makes you feel safe makes you feel more uh, that of yourself, uh, that really empowers you to be who you are and uplifts you, not the opposite, because we have a lot of that too. And that creates dependency that 
you know. How did you work through that? When you went, when you went to, I don't want to say bad therapist, but when you went to a therapist, one didn't work, number two didn't work for you, number three didn't work for you, what gave you that discipline and determination to keep going to find the right one? I, you know what, it was just, it, I really, it was just like for the first time listening to my inner voice and I kept it quiet because at that time in the beginning when I was switching, I th think I went through six, I've written it down somewhere, six or seven like traditional therapists and uh, use the uh, word bad either because I got something of each one of them mm -hmm. and one of the biggest thing was that I got a sense of myself all the time I was like no this is not for me this is who I am and then I went a little bit for like to the next one so mm -hmm. I regained mm -hmm. sense of self all the time from every experience um, I didn't understand it back then but I truly just trusted that like instincts in myself it was so loud and clear and um, there was something that was guiding guiding me all the time like to to just keep on going and it was really the first time to trust that inner knowing without even knowing where it's taking I was just like it woke me up in the middle of the night and I was like I just want to sleep I was like okay okay I'll do that it was like just really starting to understand that I'm in this situation. The worst thing I can think of is suddenly like my life flips upside down and I find myself like with no support system or nobody believes in me. So I have, have to start to believe in myself because of my three boys and uh, I have to believe and I did without knowing yet when everything will turn around. I just, I just, myself down because I had so many situations uh, it backlashed on me and I was just like okay I can't like give up on it like and yeah <laughs> first I want to say that first I want to say that one one you you become very passionate when you start talking about the subject, you know, usually you're kind of quiet, reserved, but the, the more I ask questions about the details of, of empowering a woman to overcome a bad situation, a difficult situation, a dysfunctional relationship, one, you become very passionate about it. So I want to say that one, I'm proud of you for Aww. getting through one, your first, your first Instagram live. <laughs> I was yeah. once there. Um, uh, Yokumamba <laughs> helped me through my first live. And then two, I want to encourage you to, to keep going because the passion is there for a reason. You really Thanks. light up and, and, and become, I want to say, almost on fire <laughs> to get that done. And if I can see it in just this one 20-minute interview that we've done, I'm sure it's having an impact on your sons. 
Because with your sons, watch who their mom is. It will have an impact on how they treat women when they grow up and even who they marry. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you would want more so <laughs> for your daughter-in-law to be more like the woman you are today than the woman that you were. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that one really important thing that I came to realize that was so like, like, it was so simple to understand, but then it was extremely like, like, I was like, why, why isn't this like, we don't have enough of this that do sell, do we have anyone and I for sure didn't, even if I used to have an extremely social life and everything. And I thought that I had like all everything like uh, that we don't enough feel like we don't say enough to each other. I never had really anyone when I looked back and reflected. I didn't have people in my life who said you deserve more or you are worth more. I really didn't. And uh, that's where we need to, I think, like support each other too that we more like say because we do kind of uh, at one way we're like encouraging and stuff but then we also like don't want to step too much into somebody else's space and that's where I and I will say as a woman that one really important thing was that um, to hear uh, and this is not like about um, being like um, this is for both men and women, but uh, especially as a woman, I really wanted to hear that from, and it made all the difference when it comes from males, that uh, to hear that you are worth more. I think that there, I really wish that there was more, and I I hope that I get like, you know, males backing up my mission because that's what women really need to hear. And it has nothing to do with like uh, sexual orientation, but we need both from the uh, male and the females to hear that we are good enough for like, you know, for different reasons. And I really encourage men to really start to also to just voice out that women, you, that women, you, you deserve more and to really lift women as strong because now it's a lot of women empowering women, but I think it makes a major impact if we have like men like behind and hey, that this is, you know, <laughs> that it's like, you know, that you deserve more. You're beautiful and you're just as good as like, you know, that you have everything in front of you. That that is like, I think that we're a little bit like there, like uh, separating. Uh, yeah. I know this one therapist uh, here in America And she has this exercise where she lines all of the women up on one side and all of the men up in front of them. And then one by one, the men go down the line and they look the women in the eye and say, I apologize. I'm sorry. And they may even take it a step. And it's not directly that it was that man that did it, but it's just the emotion of having a male figure in front of you saying those words and emitting that emotion to you that helps that woman heal. So many people are still waiting for an apology. 
they're they're waiting to hear I'm sorry from the the people that offended them or hurt them when you you may not <laughs> you may not get that. Yeah. So there there has to be another way for you to heal that broken part of you and pick up and move on because the apology is to heal your inside. Yes, absolutely. That um that sounds like super empowering like experience. Like I never heard of anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um and uh you're right about that uh that healing and that forgiveness and and letting go of everything. That is an internal uh process and it's no one else's job than yours to do. Right. And no one can do it for you. And there's another example of that even if we get the forgiveness and and we are like uh, getting like, you know, apologies and stuff, it's still, we have to like internalize it. We have to accept it and we have to like let things go. We still have a tendency to not believe or or like to not let go. Like, and and I think, I think it's the hurt within and yeah. for for some of us, we want other people to hurt the same way we hurt. So we we want to lash out or we want to cause them so much harm and difficulty because we are filled with so much pain. Mm-hmm. So the end, the end, no matter who hurts you or what harmed you, the process of healing belongs to the individual that wants to be healed. Absolutely. And uh, I think that the key, the key word and uh, what I understood that for, what it all comes down to and the direction that I'm going to is peace. That it's like all about like finding that peace like within to know when in everything you do and in everything that you are, with all the decisions that you make every day, that is it giving you peace. That is something that cannot come from the outside, no matter what the circumstances are, that's something that you know the answer to. And we can deny or like the, like fool around, like say like that, yeah, we have it. And then we feel still like there's something that we are not at peace and that's for us to like nobody can get it except for you like so that is like internal job and i think that forgiveness you can't have peace within you if you haven't like forgiven everything yourself and yourself is like the uh everything comes down to yourself in the end Mm -hmm. everything yeah joyce says hurt people hurt people that is why our Healing is so important. It is. Everybody is responsible for their own healing. No matter what happened to you or who hurt you, everybody is responsible for their own healing. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you for the interview, Sana. (laughs) I'm not going to take up your whole afternoon. Oh, thank you, Anita. You know what? I have to say that it was so amazing to talk to you and you were interviewing me and now I feel like uh, this is like, I go to a stone, like, especially because I was nervous when I uh, just jumped on. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, what are you going to say? But then I thought, <laughs> like, it, everything goes, happens for a reason. It's all going to go good. But now I want to say that 
was this how you planned it or i i spoke from most of the time so thank you for giving me the space and time but yes. i feel like bad because i'm like oh my god i didn't hear anything from you and i didn't no hear- no because, okay this, this was this was this was our this was our collab right and this yeah. was my interview of you now if you have time or if you want to you can look at i guess my social media or you can um Go to my website to learn more about me, and then we can set up a time for you to interview me. I would love that. And I looked at your uh, website today. I read your uh, story, and okay. uh, I also looked, scrolled to. I have to look more, but I have looked at also your Instagram uh, wall. So <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been wonderful. Like you know, to um, to have this experience with you and uh, I look forward to getting to know you better and and um, thanks so much for for this conversation thank you I, I very I really enjoyed I really enjoyed having this conversation with you I did it was it was very enriching and empowering for me yeah for 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 me too <laughs> because I have not been like um, uh, I have not been that much like i never been in like in this situation before that this is the first time i'm like in um uh, doing a instagram live where mm-hmm. the technology is like working and and like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like uh, in a way yeah in the first interview like yeah yeah we get it done movement makers gets it done Yeah, I'm so happy to be a part of the community. It's it's been amazing. Just uh, just join them and you know wonderful people like you. So, all right, tell your boys. I said America says have a great day. I'm not gonna take their mom for the entire day. But um, thank you for the interview. And anytime you want to interview me, just let me know. I will. Thank you so much, Anita. Have a great day and uh, see you soon. Okay.